You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. This is Dare to Love show, and I'm your host, Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I am a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart and Coordinator of Religious Vocation Ministries here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. You are listening to WNDC 750 AM, and this show is on every first Thursday of the month from 8 AM to 8.30 AM. Thank you for joining us today on the radio, and this will also be showing on YouTube. And today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Sister Eva Melgar. She is a missionary sister uh, from the Scalabrinians, missionary um, uh, sisters who are uh, very much into the work of uh, immigrants and uh, those who are in need of uh, help across the globe. Welcome, Sister Eva. Thank you very much. I am Eva, Sister Eva. Uh, thank you for inviting me on this occasion. I am so very happy for this invitation. This is my first, th- my first time being in this interview on radio. And uh, Sister Eva, can you tell us a little bit more uh, about yourself, where you're from, and maybe a little bit about um, like how long you've been in your community, and maybe a little bit about your community itself? Sure. I am Sister Eva. I am Mexican, and I am responsible for vocation ministry in U.S. Um, we, the sisters, Scalabrina sisters, if Scalabrina fathers, secular sisters, we are a big family. If we work together for helping the migrants, and our our charisma is to become migrants among the migrants. And so, um, your community belongs to a family of Scalabrinians. And uh, tell me a little bit about your founder, because you have just celebrated your 125th anniversary, and this is your 126th 
year of foundation. So that's along um, not just the missionaries, uh, sisters um, of St. Charles Borromeo, the Scalabrian sisters. You also have the Scalabrian fathers, and then you have a secular institute of the Scalabrians. Um, so tell me a little bit more about your work, maybe some of the, the things that your uh, group of Scalabrians do in the world. Here we work together. We have a pastoral migration for for migrants and refugees. We have pastoral and social work, and we have pastoral care for sick, pastoral care of vocation information, catechism, and evangelization. We are celebrating together this year as a family because our founded. Blessed Scalabrini was beatified 25 years ago. So for us, it's a big celebration and also for vocation promotion. We are very happy to work together and we are happy also work with the youth, with the lay people and involves every, everybody who is near to us. And uh, so sister, you live right now in Melrose Park in Chicago. And how many are you there now? Because you're such a, a missionary lot that I know Sister Catherine Petalcuran, uh, she, after her final vows, did she go back to the Philippines? and Or is she back in Melrose Park? I can't track down anymore. Yeah, we are in this uh, provincial house. We are eight sisters. It's uh, our provincial sisters living here. Sister Kathy, Mother Marisonia, and another sisters. Also, we have another house near to us. Mm. This is belong to elder sisters. Okay. Before also was the house of novitiate formation, but now is is closed. So in this time, we have many changes in our congregation. It's moving the sisters, but here we are eight sisters in provincial house, and. Ten sisters in another house. There, more of them are early. Great. So, um, what about you? How did you uh, get into this? How how did you even join? Um, and and how how did you find your community? This this community. Uh, can you tell us about uh, a little bit about your story? How you met them, and how did you end up joining as a member as a member sister of the congregation? Sure. Uh, when I was in my teenagers, I I not believe in God. I was I was atheism. But so you uh, were an atheist. You did not believe in God. Yes, That's I was a teenager because yeah, in the school, they all the time show us not uh, believe in the church, not believe in God, believe in the science. So for me, it was a confused moment. But through the retreat, uh, I live a one retreat. So through this one, I I start to searching what is going in my life, and I saw many many migrants in one town, the many childrens, families, men, uh, was a lot of people there asking for food. So I I feel uh, something do for these people, and I just wanna uh, of uh, of my neighbors if they know a one congregation. Uh, to help them. So 
through that, uh, she showed me a direction of the sisters, and I interviewed with the sister, was alone accompaniment. And finally, in 2016, I decided to enter in the congregation. And for me, it was very, very a moment I cannot describe, because when I entered in Mexico City, I saw many migrants, and I saw the sister helping them, giving the food to them, helping with the documents for they live a better life in, in Mexico. So for me, it was a great moment, and I feel this calling every day. And I now, I discovered this calling in my, in my life, this calling from God. I can really see the fire of that, that passion uh, for religious life. And I really commend um, your community for uh, really uh, setting that fire in your hearts. Um, so you're, you have, so 26, I'm not good with math. You joined them in 2016, correct? So yes. were you, because you were not practicing Catholic, but were you already baptized? I know that's pretty technical, but were you required to convert or into Catholicism first? Or uh, I was uh, just baptized, but I make my first communion in my confirmation in the congregation. That is a unique sister. Eva, even I, I've talked to you before, and uh, this is like a revelation to me. And that's just so precious. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, um, you know, I, we have a video actually of from from your community that I would uh, also like to share. But I just want to tell you, thank you so much for sharing that. And later on at the end of the show, we will make sure that those who are wanting to join your community we will provide the information as well. So um, we're going to uh, show the video. And uh, for, for folks who are listening, this is Sister Eva Melgar and her community, the Scalabrinians.
Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger, to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways, to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you. Hi, I'm Sister Lavina. I am the coordinator of Religious Vocations Ministries here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Um, here with us today is Sister Eva Melgar. And Sister Eva just recently also joined the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association, otherwise known as CAVA. And uh, from our first half of this show, she just showed how much passion she has about uh, religious life. And uh, Sister Eva, welcome once more. And thank you so much for joining me today with Dare to Love show. Um, and Sister Eva, um, as we talk more and more about your story, I really feel like um, I just want to 
take this time to invite young women out there who might be feeling like there's a call of God and the Holy Spirit in their lives. Sometimes it comes in as restlessness, and sometimes it could come in as a call to do something in the world to help. And in your experience, it was seeing people who are in so much need and you wanted to do something about it. And it just so happens that you saw the witness of the sisters and that's when you came knocking at their door. So Sister Eva, you, I, I was trying to say earlier, I'm not really good in math. You said 2016 when you joined and you said you were just recently baptized. You did your first communion and all that. So you did your, your formation. Tell me about your formation and I can't remember, I'm sorry, you're not perpetually professed yet then, right? Yes, I am a neo-professed sister. Okay. And I am a junior sister. And I am still in, in formation. Okay, I'm sorry. So um, when you came to Chicago, you were um, going to continue in a way your your formation, correct? And then yeah. I think um, several of you and your some of your sisters, I think, I wasn't sure if you were going out east. Are you staying in Chicago then and coming to, to, um, to further your education here? Or? Yes, I will start here in Chicago. Oh, I will continue okay. uh, as a vocation ministry. Good. And I am studying English. Uh, also, I am a catechism, and this is planning to, to study the university here in U.S. Okay. Yeah. And then um, as a uh, vocation director, Sister Eva will also be the person uh, to connect with if people are interested in discerning with you. So what is it? Uh, you said there's eight people um, in your convent. And um, I think just kind of listening to the names of the sisters, about how many uh, cultures or international uh, sisters are in one house? Well, we have uh, sisters from Port Portugal, uh, Philippines, Indonesia, Brazil, uh, Mexico, U.S., Puerto Rico, and uh, Polish. Poland. Okay, so here's another question, and this is like out of my curiosity, so please just indulge me. What is your common language? Is it English then, or is it Italian? Because, you know, your founder was Italian. Yeah, uh, our common language is Italian, uh, English, Spanish, and Portuguese. So we are trying to learn all these four languages and to try to communicate each other. But the main language we speak more is Italian. Uh, so which languages are you? I know you know some English. What other languages um, uh, are you comfortable with now, Sister Eva? Uh, I comfort more with now with Portuguese because <laughs> for me it's easier to understand. Uh, I know not long time ago I was in Brazil. So I have a big experience uh, with them, uh, with the communities there in Brazil. And I every day I hear the Portuguese for me, it was easy to understand. And now when the people talk, 
for me, it's easy to understand. Okay. Which part of Brazil were mm. you in? Which part? I went uh, in south of Brazil. Oh, the south. Caxias okay. do Sul, uh, Porto Alegre. Okay. No wonder yeah. because um, I went to the north because we have my community, um, the Franciscan Sisters Sacred Heart, have Brazilian sisters up north. And they have um, slightly different accents, so it's a little harder for me because I know some Spanish. I'm comfortable with Spanish. I'm not fluent. However, um, the way they spoke Portuguese was a little different, so I'm learning it in Duolingo. <laughs> but it's hard for me, but I try. I try. Italian, I haven't gotten there yet. So Polish, mm, that would be hard. <laughs> that would be a challenge. But it's so interesting to have that. So if... if People are coming from different cultures. They are all welcome in your community, obviously. So if you want to share your story and your passion and the way that you fell in love with this community, what would you encourage or how would you invite other um, women who might be getting the call uh, to join a religious life? Well, not be afraid because this call is from God. In whatever stage in your life, all the time, God is calling you. If I call you as a sister, as uh, you can answer right away. And not be afraid for, for this calling. To, to be courageous with answer. And you for sure, God all the time is with you. He never leaves the person alone. And all the time is guide us in the path we choose in our life. It's a religious life, a marriage or single. All the time he's there and he all the time is helping us. So, uh, Sister Eva, how many countries have you traveled in as part of being a member of this community? Well, I have the opportunity to go around on my country, many states of my country, Mexico, mm -hmm. and I, I am here in U.S., and also I had the opportunity to, to visit Brazil. Okay, and then, and that's how you kind of learn that language. And then here, so um, other than going back to school um, and other, and then doing vocation ministry, um, are you uh, also your community of eight um, as a community, um, do you do you have like a certain goal of um, working it out as a community and ministering here in Chicago? Do you? Um, yes, we. Yeah, we worked a pastoral for religious education. Ah. So another sisters are in pastoral care, and another sisters are working in. Art um, la Arquidiócesis de Chicago mm -hmm. eh, La Arquidiócesis Otras también están trabajando en la, Las Arquidiócesis de eh, Washington okay. Washington Nueva State York. or in Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Okay, alright sí. And then um, So do you, do you know How many uh, countries Your community is in? Uh, we are in 26 countries. 26, 26. countries? Okay, wow. Yes, uh, in the four continents. Uh, okay. We have communities in Asia, we have communities in Europe, we have communities in Africa, and in, in uh, America. Do you have sisters in Ukraine by any chance, Sister Eva? Uh, we have a sister who are in, in, in Poland. 
Okay. And they are in the border of, of between Poland and Ukraine. And they are making an airport because they are receiving a lot of women and children. Mm -hmm. They open a big house for to receiving them mm -hmm. and they give them the food, the things they need. They are really working a lot in, in, the, in the frontier mm -hmm. between Poland and Ukraine. That is so needed. And I'm so glad that you have sisters all over the world to to help out. And so um, can you uh, tell us how people, if maybe they may not um, be joining your community, but I know there are, um, you have secular members, but do you have like a, an associate form of membership, you know, for lay people, um, something like that or... Yes, we, we have an association with the lay Scalabrinians. They receive with whatever age, uh, young or adults. Uh, they receive when, when women and men. And this association work also together with us. Uh, they work also in the parishes. And this, these are our hands when the Scalabrinians cannot go. Okay. This is a great, great work for us work with the late Scalabrinians. Okay. So um, if there if there are some, I guess, like lay associates or missionaries that would want to be part of your ministry, um, who would they contact? Do they contact you or do they go to the website? Yeah, they can uh, check in the website. We have uh, numbers and on this website contacted directly with the with the Scalabinians group or with the associations so they can look in the website and they have a, a number of or our number of the sisters and they can contact them okay and um at the end of this show but i will also say it for uh, our listeners on the radio um that their website is www.com scalabriniansisters.org that is S C as in cat A L A B R I N I A N sisters plural dot O R G. And if you go there, you will find lots of information about the sisters, about their work. They're also on Facebook and because it is uh, they are celebrating their one hundred 25th, 126th anniversary now, um, there are a lot of events that are going on. Any last words that you want to um, tell people before uh, we close, Sister Eva? Sure. Thank you so much for, for listening this moment. If we have, a, we need a lot of prayer for vocation, for marriage, for religious life, priesthood, or to be single. We pray for the youth and all the people who need our prayer in this moment, especially in this moment of war, moment of crisis. Uh, many, many migrants is going out of their countries because of our situation. So we need to pray for them and God take care of us. May God bless you all. Ay, muchas gracias, Sister Eva. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have been such a blessing. And for all our listeners and our viewers, thank you so much. Um, hopefully you can join us again next month. Um, this will air on um, the first Thursday of the month. 
And so I hope uh, Sister Eva will join us again uh, another time. This is Sister Lavina signing off. Blessings to you and peace. of the love that I found in you, a love that dwells in all of your creation. Sometimes I wonder what tomorrow brings. Give me the grace to love and to be faithful, to be more like you. Here